Um, I think we need some poetry this week um, because it relates and why not? How could it be 20-something all alone still? Not a thing to my name. Ain't got nothing. Running from love. Only no fear. That's me. They call me Miss 20-something. Ain't got nothing running from love. Wish you were here. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, that was good. That was original? Original. I thought it was very powerful. You know, I've been really, that one, I was trying to be very vulnerable in that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. And and one-to-one direct connection relates. Right, right. (laughs) I thought so. (laughs) Yeah. So- Let's tell our listener homegirls what we tuned into this week and why that relates so much. Mm, Yes. (laughs) This week we tuned into 20-somethings, released 2022, written and directed by Kendra Renee Sanders, as well as starring Kendra Renee alongside Xavier E.F. Neely, Kevin Chandler, Tanisha Solomon, and Justin Giovanni Sansom. All right, let's start the show. Welcome back to the New Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a Black independent movie. Why? Because we love them. And this week, we're going to do it the same way we do it every week. We'll walk through our 60-second challenge, which we'll do our 60-second challenge, where I tell you the plot of the movie in 60 seconds or less. And we're going to keep that spoiler free for you just in case you want to watch the movie. But then after that, we'll get into our general thoughts and a scene-by-scene walkthrough of the movie. And at the end of every episode, what do we do, Sid? At the end of every episode, we give out awards. We give out flowers, accolades even. We nominate Mm. somebody for our Who Came to Act Award. And at the end of this season, only one of those chosen actors will be crowned our Who Who Came to Act Award winner for the season. Mm-hmm. So let's get started. Let's start with our 60-second challenge. Yeah. This week's challenge is brought to us by Paul Masson. Drink responsibly. <laughs> Just hearing those words, I can smell. I can smell it. <laughs> Doesn't it take you back to your early 20s? Paul Masson. Yeah. Peach Paul Masson, rather. Shout out to uh, Almani. <laughs> yeah, literally a chokehold on every <laughs> black 21-year-old. Peach Paul Masson. Peach Paul Masson. Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go ahead and start the clock now. All right, so we have a group of friends. Uh, we have a couple, Alyssa and Reem, who was high school sweethearts on and off through college. Now they live together. Um, Reem broke, ain't got no job. Alyssa, aspiring actress. Um, then their friend, Drea, who is transgender and just living her truth mm-hmm. and saving up for top surgery. Bad bitch all around. Then their friend Carmen, another bad bitch. She's a stripper and influencer, and she just be trying to get to the bag. And lastly, their friend Tyler, who is a simp um, and a car salesman. <laughs> so these are all people who are stumbling through their 20-somethings and just burning bridges, fucking up, making money, losing money, trying to figure things out in their 20-somethings. God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. Okay, how to do? Okay, I was just <laughs> sing if you want to. Challenge. I was gonna say sing if you want to because you had three seconds on the clock. Go ahead and I, do a little song. I took a risk. Yeah, you did. I took a chance. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, yeah. that was probably one of your best like synopses to date. That was really you remembered mm-hmm. all the characters' names. Um, yeah. Got everyone's description down packed. That was really good. I got to give you your props. Ain't took me nothing but about 150 episodes to get it right. Yeah, listen. So. Practice makes perfect people. You've seen it and yeah. heard it here first. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all mm-hmm. seen my testimony live just now. Live. Because you almost <laughs> got yeah. out of here last season, buddy. It would have been really Yeah, awful. and for that reason, I'll reiterate. I'll reiterate. I'm mm-hmm. not going... I'm... you. 
every time I go over 60 seconds, you like for mm-hmm. me to put the ant on there like the Family Feud style. Yeah. And if I get three strikes, you're going to be trying to replace me and get a new host. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. This season, I'm trying to do clean, straight through, all mm-hmm. dings, no mm-hmm. ant, none. I'm trying. So... It'll be my first time doing it if I if yeah. I can pull it Listen, off. That'll be that because so. if you do that, you know that that'll be fantastic this season. All dings. Mm-hmm. I support it. Mm-hmm. I support your journey, your cause. Thank you. Well, now that we know what went on in the movie, let's get on to our general thoughts on twenty somethings. Before we get into the review, I want to shout out a listener who dropped a suggestion over in the suggestion box. We have Paige, uh, who has suggested Meeting Boone as a film. Looks like that one came out in 2022. We might put that one on the list. So shout out to you, listener homegirl, for uh, suggesting a film to us. And if you're listening right now, you think, yeah. I be watching good movies all the time and Sid and Lex don't even be knowing about the stuff I'm watching. And so I could put them on. Just go over to the new circuit.com right up at the top. Put us on right up at the top. It'll say suggestions. You can go ahead and drop your suggestions of black indie films. You would want us to review here on the show and we just might review it. So thank you to listener homegirl page and let's get back to the show. So Sydney, how did you feel about 20-somethings? You know, this movie makes me think of just what it means to be a young, scrappy filmmaker and making things that are, you know, that relate to your current experience with either close friends or people you know who are also trying to break into this industry and doing it well. I think this movie had a lot of really good potential and great bones and then putting it out mm-hmm. for people like us to watch and then talk about. So for like those reasons alone, I have to say front up, I, re- I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed my watch of it. I think um, yeah. director, writer, and also actress in this Kendra Renee did her thing with this, with this film. So um, it was topical. It, it felt very much like a bunch of 20 years somethings none of us know what's going on and we all are just trying to figure it out day by day and figure mm-hmm. out who we are as people first and foremost and then have to survive in this world that you know we have to survive in so i liked the movie a lot um thought it had some great moments and i'm excited to talk about it what did you think of 20 somethings yeah, this one hit me. I got a soft spot for this movie. I, I liked mm-hmm. it as well. I feel like this is going to be one of those ones that six months from now, I'm going to be like, oh, I was too harsh on that one. I kind of liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel like it's one, even though I'm not going to, I don't have any plans to like bash the movie or anything like that because I mm-hmm. thought it was cute. I liked it. It was cute. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, my biggest like hold up, hang up with the movie, though, is that it mm-hmm. really wasn't really for real, really a movie. Um, this no, that's needed. True to be a tv like series this needed to be like a web series like Mm -hmm. it really was just these vignettes with these characters um and like the how many of them was it what was five five yeah friend group of five yeah Yeah. the five of them didn't have an arc together really it was just their separate like arcs so it you know it felt a little bit uh less like a movie and more like Mm -hmm. you know like a tv series i would have ate this down as a youtube web series same same. (laughs) you know but like you said it really was like a scrappy like venture into telling a story that was very reflective of especially early 20 something they seem like maybe they're like 23 (laughs) like you know like like recent college grads 22 23 yeah yeah and this was so yeah i just really appreciated the type of characters that they wrote because i i liked the characters that's the mm-hmm. this movie really established some great characters and the fact that they was broke yeah <laughs> the fact that not all of them graduated college not all of them finished mm-hmm. college that's real you know yeah. and they're all still like figuring out their career stuff because even if you do finish college and even if you mm-hmm. do go get the like suit and tie job it's still a lot of figuring out to do <laughs> You know, today so I that will was testify. super realistic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the for the realism, a plus plus, and mm-hmm. I just and for the characters, uh, a, a good one hundred for me. So yeah, I liked it. Awesome. Shout out to Detroit. Look at y'all, all all, yeah. all the talent coming up out of that city. I, it's not talking. This about was enough. in Detroit too. 
This was in Detroit. It too. was. Sure was. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, you know what it was because those little houses, them little brick houses with the sidewalk yeah. up, <laughs> that's Detroit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sure is. Yeah, you're right. We got to get out there um, and do something. Because I, we do. I like never been, but it's I, the epicenter. I have a lot of, it is. I have a lot of love for Detroit. Never even been out there before, but uh, yeah. 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 So, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You would look spectacular in some Cartier buffs. You would. I believe that. And I'm going to get me some when I go out there. Mm hmm. <laughs> And I want a yeah. custom fur. This, oh yeah, yeah. You've been talking about a fur for a long time. I that's yeah. gotta happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would recommend this movie to if you, at any point, the years twenty sixteen to twenty twenty, at any point had any season of Insecure's yeah soundtrack playlists saved on your Spotify Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. This movie is for you. <laughs> <laughs> accurate <laughs> accurate mm-hmm. yeah okay go, go ahead and uh check this one out all right cool well now we know what went on now we know our general thoughts on the movie let's walk through these scenes let's see what happened yeah. here on a new chitlin circuit we like to start with the first scene of the movie and this one opens up with our main character Alyssa, giving us a rundown of each of these friends you know it's it's an exposition dump to get us ready and just the sheer amount of detail that Alyssa's given us about each of these characters lets me know that the movie is going to expect us to be bought in like to the to the friend group like we need to be caught up to speed (laughs) they did a lot of like world building in the first five minutes this who we are this where we at now like and scene Let's get into it. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like walking from the car to the dinner party with your mm-hmm. like uh, partner's friends in there. Yeah, <laughs> and they're yeah. like, okay, so and so and so and so, they've been together for about five years. <laughs> right, right. Now don't talk too much to this one because she will talk your ear off. You will never leave that side of the room. <laughs> High and by, okay. High and by. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it felt like, and so it was very familiar coming in. So here's the backstory. I'll take some of these and I'll, I'll let's uh I'll pass the baton because it's a lot up. of information. Okay, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll start with Alyssa and Reem, Kareem. Yep. So Alyssa and Kareem started dating in high school. That is so cute. Kareem. <laughs> they started dating in high school and then Alyssa went off to college and Kareem did one year in college before he had to drop out. But uh, Alyssa went to college and they were on and off kind of while they were in school. And when she graduated and moved back, like to to Michigan, mm-hmm. um, they you know just continued their their conti- they continued their relationship and they lived together. And she's an aspiring actress slash director slash producer slash you know she's she gonna get it, it in. Yeah. <laughs> and Kareem is a failed athlete because he tore mm-hmm. his ACL, so he's on hard times right now, no job, and y'all know how bad it is. When a man ain't got no job, mm-hmm. they get real, yeah, so Rawr. desperate and mean. You know, yeah, yeah, very desperate. <laughs> All right, what else was, uh, who else was on there? Uh, we also have Tyler, who's the simp friend that you mentioned. Um, <laughs> he also dropped out of college, but just because he started making money. He had like already gotten a full-time job while he was in school and was like, why do I need to stay in school if I'm already making some money anyway? So now he's a car salesman. He has his girlfriend who's awful to him and to his friend. She's kind of conniving, also kind of a gold digger. Mm-hmm. He can't see that, though, because all he wants to do is marry any woman, some woman, anybody. Make that man your <laughs> husband. That's all he wants to do. Um, so that's Tyler. Um, you know what he reminded me of? Who? The college flashback scenes in the movie Hitch. Where Will Smith oh. is crying in the rain, talking about yeah, Cressida, <laughs> Cressida, I love you, Cressida, <laughs> and she is making out with another, with another man. Nigga. <laughs> well, just tell me what I did, what did dude. I do? You're I'll doing it, it right now. And his hand banging on the window. <laughs> I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Like Will was down. Will Smith should have got an Oscar for that. Movie. He should have. He should have. He he should have he two really Oscars under his belt right now. One for Hitch. <laughs> for <laughs> Hitch. So yeah. that's what Tyler gave. He would just scare all the girls away. Very much. <laughs> he, Tyler's very much. Can I have your number? 
Can I have your number? Oh, you coming back? Yeah. Where you going? You like uh, Jujubees? <laughs> like, that's <not> like- <laughs> So, yeah. And that's what got him stuck with this gold digging conniving girl, like you said. Named Daisy. Um, oh. Daisy. Yeah. And she is not nice and dainty like a Daisy. Like she a Daisy. Is, she is literally robbing that nigga. <laughs> yeah. Not so. literally. Daisy's more like a... Mm, looks like a rough flower. She like a cactus. Damn. <laughs> yeah, she like a little cactus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then, okay, so that's Reem, Alyssa, they a couple. Then we have uh, Tyler, the Tyler. Same. And then yep. we have my favorite of the friend group, Drea. She's mm-hmm. been the same, like, you know, they're all friends from high school. So yeah. they've known Drea since before her transition. And like, mm-hmm. you know, this is kind of, you know, she has like issues with the, her family. Her mom is very like anti-trans. Like her mom is yeah. so staunchly unsupportive and just completely Ugh. like out of her way to be like misgender and Drea and like yeah. just nasty for no reason. Mm-hmm. But Drea's father and her parents are still married, which is odd because that's we'll get into that another time. Mm-hmm. So Drea's father um, is very supportive, like you know, very supportive of Drea's transition, and like you know, um, they have another daughter. Drea yeah. has a little sister, and like uh, her father's like, oh, the girls, you know, because mm-hmm. those are his daughters, those are his yeah. girls. He said, "I've been so yeah, you know, a nightmare is a day when both of my girls get boobs." Like he's he's a very just like quirky, <laughs> fun cute yeah. dad, yeah, just Outside regular dad because because. Stand yeah. up. Stand up. <laughs> Stand up. Big your chest up, please. Right. So that's Drea's situation. You know, she's dealing with her family stuff and she's saving up for top surgeries to get her yep. tits. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Okay. And then last but not least, we have Carmen. Uh she let us know if you're gonna call me a bitch, put baddest in front of it. And I said, period. The baddest. Period. Um Carmen's an influencer. She is a stripper. Um, she is also only looking for a man who could, you know, keep her kept and living mm-hmm. the soft life that she wants. And that's what she's about. And I support it. Go off, girl. I got a lot to say to, about Carmen, the character. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait to get into it. So this is pretty much what Alyssa over the narration tells us about, you mm-hmm. know, this whole situation. And now listen to Homegirl, now you know all these people. I feel like right. I'm talking shit about people. Like, I feel like the characters felt so real. <laughs> I feel like I'm gossiping but <laughs> in did. reviewing this movie. <laughs> You had that nigga ring. Yeah. He can't even like his jump shot bent off. He wanted to go to the got NBA. No job. He got no job. You're talking about going to the NBA. The nigga, he's not he even. Was five seven. He was 5'7". <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> like, come on. Like he's literally you know? short. Anyway. <laughs> so this one of the like the center uh driver of what's bringing these uh people together still, because we also get the hint that they're kind of like low-key frenemies a little bit. Um, like yeah. it's not all sweet <laughs> mm-hmm. but they have this like nacho night <laughs> you know they come yeah, together Tuesdays. and maybe taco tuesday they come together play some cards you know just bullshit uh, kick it party you know um drank you know probably mm-hmm. some early 20s black delicacies like uh hypnotic and ENJ yeah. and Parmesan. <laughs> Parmesan for sure is in the crown royal i'm sure is in the building um, yeah, that's a, that's black every age. Because once we once we get older, we love some crown too. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Classy. Classy. <laughs> Keep your little purple bag on you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so they're having Taco Tuesday, and everybody's there. Um. And, you know, we're just kind of getting caught up. Now, the first thing that happens that kind of throws things, all right, into motion is Tyler gets a call from Daisy, who is so controlling and, like, demanding him to, like, whoa, why you over there with bitches and all this stuff, rah, rah, rah. Mm -hmm. So he has to leave to go see her, and then we see how how the relationship is, which is he is a stoop boyfriend. He's not allowed to come in the house. Never come in the house. Her mama and her siblings in there, and, and they sleep. messy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's always a different thing. It yeah. literally, she's not. She said both of those. They sleep. It's messy. It's anything. Just can't come here. <laughs> Let's go somewhere it's else. Anything but stay your black ass out of this right. house. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. So 
you know, honestly, that scene was, it could have been a little shorter because all we needed to see is Daisy's a bitch. Like, she's so mean. Yes. I mean, from the phone call, we could see that. Like, Daisy could have been, like, this omniscient presence who just kind of, like, calls him over the phone um, and is always mm-hmm. yelling. We're like, God, he got to go see Daisy again? Dang. And maybe we see yeah. him once or twice in the film. Because I think that probably would have helped timing-wise. A lot of the scenes, yeah. in my opinion, which, as like I said, great potential. A lot of, like, great things happened. But some of the scenes were a little too long. In my opinion, yeah, we could have cut them early. We, as yeah. if I, yeah, we could, yeah, we could have cut them <laughs> early. If I was there. He was in the yeah. editing room. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then there was this also this little piece in the uh, Taco Tuesday that I actually wanted to touch on because I feel like it's kind of a need, a necessity, a bit of a palate mm-hmm. cleanser because we did the movie uh, Secret Societies a couple of weeks ago, yeah. and that was like the most transphobic piece of trash like I've ever. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) so in this, like Drea hasn't come yet. Drea is their transgender friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, Reem is like, Reem comes in and is like, oh, where's Dre? Which is her dead name. And then Carmen says, first off, please stop. That is not Mm -hmm. her name. You finna piss me off. (laughs) Do not like stop playing with her name. Um, And he's like, no, I'm just taking some, some getting used to. And I'm so glad they wrote this because mm-hmm. she's been Drea for a year. For a year. <laughs> for, how much more time you need? Like... How much more time do you need, babes? She's been Drea for a year. And yeah. maybe, and this is, I love this line. She goes, maybe it would be easier for you to get adjusted if you actually called her Drea when she wasn't she in the room. She wasn't here. Instead of, Thank you. Exactly. It would be, you would have more practice yeah. if you did you it to when she was behind her back trick too. your mind to, to get her name right. right. Just always get her name right, bro. It's not that hard. Right. It's, and then, nigga, you act like she changed her name to Penelope. Right. <laughs> it's Drea. It's one extra, like, <laughs> syllable. Drea. Uh. Uh. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so I, I appreciated that. And Carmen like, got him together these actors immediately. <laughs> ate him up. <laughs> it was so um, fraternal. It was so congenial and That's, familial. I, I feel like, like they might be yeah. like, I don't, I, this is me just assuming, but th- they came off as like, could have been friends in real life. Like it, they just seem like an actual yeah. friend group, which I enjoyed. Now it would be funny. I would be so gagged if they didn't like each other. <laughs> right. In real life. Like, let us know. Like, um, anybody from Ken- What's tea? Kendra, send us a DM girl. Let us know. Y'all friends. <laughs> we won't say nothing. We won't I say just nothing. We won't. Yeah. We're like yeah, the inside scoop. It- that's all. <laughs> on screen, they really felt like friends. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was going on. So Tyler leaves, Andrea leaves. Um, like, what does she go to work or something? Yeah, because like, Drea's a task rabbit. Yeah, like she, she's trying to yeah. make, just make any. She's hustling. She like really needs to get her top surgery done, so she's making money how she can. Yeah, this is so accurate. Like, <laughs> the, I, I love that not one of these characters was like flush with cash necessarily. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's very. That's, that's real. That's just. Very unusual, un- unless you already come from wealth. Most times, you are. You, yeah. I, I did my bid, aka college. I got my little job, mm-hmm. but the money is not coming in like, not like that. Like I got some more money, yeah. but it's I'm not. It's you know, literally my little job. It's my little job. That's it. <laughs> With my yeah. little money. So it, it, literally. So yeah, the Taco Tuesday ends, and you know the first seed we're getting planted is that Reem is getting a little desperate for work. Yeah. Um, the interviews are not going good. He can't get a job because once again he didn't finish school because he was so mm-hmm. sure about the athletics. Uh, he was so sure yeah. about basketball, but now that's gone. And yeah, so he has a fraught relationship with his mom. Because she was like uh, an addict, like she was an active addiction when he mm-hmm. was a child. Um, but now she's recovered. And when he goes over, he goes to his grandma's house and, you know, his grandma's like, hey, ask your mama. Um, so right. when he goes to his mama's house, um, he sees cocaine out <laughs> like on the tables. Bricks, <laughs> Bricks of <Yeah>. cocaine. <laughs> so he's like, oh, no, you using again? This is crazy. Yeah. But no, she, she goes... Now, I don't know if this was improv, <laughs> but she goes, the only thing I love more than you and crack is money. money. And I'm going to be making a lot of it. Lot of it. So, okay. Um, what? 
That's a crazy way to find out your mama like you as much as she like crack. crack. <laughs> but I would think about it. Okay, think about it. 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 <laughs> she must like you a hell of a lot because it's hard. <laughs> she must really love you. Sydney. <laughs> Let's just think about it. I guess, yeah, if you flip it that way, that's if a great way to it, find out your yeah. mama loves you as much she as she loves, loves you crack. so much. Cause she, cause <laughs> crack is a hell of a drug, okay? So she really loves you. That's all I'm saying. So she has started her <laughs> drug dealing distribution empire. Um, and he wants some work, you know, just picking up money, being a, you know, a, a runner, picking yeah. up the money and dropping it off. And he's getting mixed up now. Now he's mixed up in the life. And mind yeah. you, Alyssa, I, and I, I shit you not, listen, homegirl, I want you to go watch this movie because it's good. Um, but if you don't get to watch it soon, let me just tell you, Alyssa looks like a praise and worship leader. She <laughs> looks so virtuous. <laughs> she is a virtuous woman. I, there's no other way I can describe her. <laughs> she's pretty she's mm-hmm. a beautiful black woman and she just looks virtuous like she would never get mixed up in no shit like that <laughs> so why would you be doing that knowing that you live with her yeah well i mean technically remember rain didn't live with her he had a key to the apartment but he he would spend mm. most of his time there he didn't live with her though you're right mm-hmm. you're right they did yeah. say that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's very so, 20 yeah. somethings i spend my time here but i don't live here it's <laughs> oh yeah yeah. yeah, I was reflecting on when they were commenting on that because everybody was like, oh, "How are you just walking in here? You got a key? What's your way?" I was reflecting on that when I got my first apartment after college, um, mm-hmm. like the first place I lived in by myself. I started dating somebody, and we were dating for like two months, and I just gave him a key because, mm-hmm. like, That's she said wild. in the two she months? said in the movie, "I'm gay." she said in the movie (laughs) like i i want him i don't want to come home and wait for him to get here i want him to already be here i said i get it that's how i feel content (laughs) yeah that's how i feel let me make you a copy okay damn Um, i've changed i'm older i've changed um yeah it is different i i i like giving a woman your key makes like yeah. okay sure like at least she might be like trustworthy but i'm not giving yeah. a man a key to my home i would never in my in, ooh, i cannot never. describe to you how much that would never happen for me to give Mm-mm. my key to an unemployed man never you're crazy you're yeah. so nuts he ain't got no job and he just be here whenever he want i think the hell not no I'll put a fob out there, a little lockbox, and I'll change yeah. the code. <laughs> no, literally. Yeah. Just imagine, you co- you worked all day. This man has a key to your apartment. You come home, and he's sitting on the sofa playing Call of Duty. What have you been doing? Oh, that's why Issa had to leave Lawrence. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Or you know what would do it for me? What would do it in for me? If I come home and it's an open cereal box on the coffee table, what oh, the fuck is you? You couldn't have put you, this. You you can't get up to refill your cereal bowl. And now my Cheerios are stale because it don't take much if you leave them open too long. I'm going. I'm yeah. pissed. Get out. Get out. <laughs> I would just be so mad. Ooh. So yeah, mm. I would never do that. But you know, Alyssa, she's young. That's why Kareem has. You know, a kid. she's young. So. Yeah. <laughs> Kareem is getting mixed up in the life because he can't get a job. And that's so of the times. It is hard to get mm-hmm. a job with no experience, you know? It is. So he's keeping this a secret from Alyssa and he's running the streets with his mama, right? Meanwhile, Alyssa has a also struggling to find a new job. She gets out of this bad interview and some guy comes up, you know, who owns a photography studio. And they, you know, just kind of chit chat because he saw her moment of stress of like, Mm -hmm. fuck. (laughs) In the car. Damn, damn. (laughs) You know? So, yeah, she just kind of, she has, what I really liked about um, the portrayal, like the performance of Alyssa Mm -hmm. is like, that's what it looks like when like somebody's in their early 20s 
they don't really know what to say. So it's just really raw, like a really raw um, <laughs> word vomit of like, yeah, I just want to do everything. I don't like, I'm just trying to figure out. You know, you know trying know to get I'm my saying? foot in the door. Cause you know, cause one, this is a stepping stone <laughs> because after this, you mm-hmm. know, then I could go on and do that. Then maybe eventually even run a company. And the interview yeah, was so like. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> So what's next? That's my five-year plan. <laughs> whoa, whoa, Nelly, slow your damn slow brakes. Slow down. <laughs> slow it up. You, you ain't even got the junior position yet. Right. You talking about CEO, you know? baby? <laughs> I'm a director, and honey. CEO. <laughs> Boss and CEO. <laughs> you need to calm it down. For real. So I just loved that because that was so accurate. Um, so she that reminded does a, me a lot of like spot interview. walking my sister through. Uh, she she just graduated two years ago now. Walking her through interview prep. So I'm like, now nah, Courtney, that's good, but less words. Let's like let's <laughs> reel it back. Like you tighten you it up, eager. Tighten it up. Less yeah. words. It seems hey. silly to stand in front of the mirror and practice it, but you yeah. need to practice. Let's it. Let's, let's let's get it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and she also is wearing the interview outfit of like when you're in high school and mm-hmm. you are trying to get a job at the Publix, <laughs> mm-hmm. which yep. is like khakis, flats, and like a, a unstructured up. blazer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely went down <sighs> to the Brewsters and Target and Publix in a similar yeah. outfit. Yeah. Same. Absolute same. Um, so she hits it off with this guy at the photography studio and he offers her a job. He's like, all right, cool. Um, so now she'll be, you know, helping him out, like photographing events and all Mm -hmm. this other stuff at the photography and helping like manage the photography studio. She's so excited about it. Like she's geeked up to like doing something that's close to her passions and like actually Mm -hmm. be working, you know? relatable like oh yes yeah. they oh I, they hired me all this this just this just phase one. Oh yeah to be young again i mean we're still young but to be younger <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, would, I don't miss that i, I, no, I don't want to be i don't want to be 22 again now like it was cute when it was there mm-hmm. but i'm you know i'm embracing I'm it our, yeah, you know we're in our late 20s i'm embracing it you know at least i'm trying to I'm Don't in my sweat. mid-20s. Okay, you're in your mid-20s. I'm in my late 20s. I'm a recently turned late 20-year. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. You can still taste Similac on your tongue. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm a I'm a young buck. Wow. Hello. Mm. Yeah. I'm, excuse me, so, Miss Tenderoni. Mm. Yeah. You better know it. <laughs> so, yeah. That's Alyssa and Reem going on. And, like... Tyler is selling cars and he's just honestly his storyline he just keeps getting caught in the wrong situation with Daisy and she yeah. keeps manipulating him to be like oh, okay you need to buy me something in order to make up to it so much so the man has a full-time job as a car salesman and he's still having to drive Lyft, Lyft because he's yep. going out buying this girl Louis bags and stuff with his commission with his money oh my he God. can't How even pay his own be? bills uh, How very, dumb can you be very Mm-mm. So it's that's what's the going frontal on lobe. That's, it's it just not done. Around. It's not done. You really don't be like yeah. really developed, which is crazy. <laughs> but the character I want to spend a little bit time with, the character mm-hmm. who I want to talk about real quick is Carmen. Yeah, Miss Carmen. Mm-hmm. And I've been intentionally uh, not saying something because I've been letting mm. it slide. But now I want to talk about it. Okay, let's get into it. Tyler is dumb. Carmen <laughs> is also dumb. <laughs> they are both so misguided and just making terrible decisions. So Carmen mm-hmm. drops out of school because she got a sugar daddy. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. That relationship does not last forever. He mm-hmm. drops her ass. So yep. now she is, you know, she's stripping at the club and which is going pretty well because she's an influencer. So people like her, like yep. uh profile they come support her at the club like that's going pretty well mm-hmm. but once again this is a career with a really tight uh timeline timeline yeah <laughs> listen mercedes had her it's, final dance for a reason you it, it don't yeah. last forever it, it don't. don't it don't 
Um, especially, you know, when you start having kids, kind of hard to maintain, you know, you can yep. do it, but it just gets harder and harder. It's not a career that mm. gets easier and easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, she's kind of coasting on this, like on the right now and on trying to bank men, trying to bank yeah. a baller. Another sugar and this daddy. is what gets her in a fucking trap that she yeah. couldn't see because literally any, the only thing people had to say to her is it's some ballers in here. And she's ready where to go. Where they at? You where t- they at? You can <laughs> tell her it's some ballers in here about a damn whale, and she would dive into the damn whale. <laughs> where the ballers at? <laughs> where the ballers at? And where you the ballers at? Carmen <laughs> gonna you, be you in seen? the ocean like Dory. Talk- Do you speak whale? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the damn whales trying Look. to find a baller. <laughs> I don't really fuck with Ellen like that, but she ain't that little one. She, she ain't, ain't that little <laughs> Dory speaking well is still yeah. funny to this day. It's so good. No, I can. I can do it. <laughs> they didn't believe her. They didn't believe her. She could speak yeah. well. <laughs> but yeah, they literally, you ever seen um, whatever Christian Bale Batman movie that was when he was stuck in that hole, that prison that's a hole? I think so. You ever seen mm-hmm. that one? Was that I Batman Returns so. or something? The Dark I saw all the Christian Bale ones. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, that was the third one. Literally, mm-hmm. somebody could have told her it's ballers down there, and she would have <laughs> dived into this hole she can't get out of. Ballers is Pennywise <laughs> for Carmen. It's literally down here, and her ass is going. We all down float here. down here. We're all she float down. Like, <laughs> well, if they ballers, <laughs> let's go. So dumb. So she ends up getting caught up in a damn scam because she is easy to manipulate mm-hmm. because all she can see is short-term dollar signs and she does not have any long-term thoughts about Foresight. what she wants yeah. her life to be you know yeah. so she falls for a baller in the club who is literally just a luring her in to yeah. scam her and steal her money Mm-hmm. And he does and also possibly impregnate her because, girl, why? Uh, like uh, <laughs> that, I, yeah. I cringed at that was towards the end of the movie when she found out. Like, of course, they yeah. weren't using protection, but like, girl, what else did you think he was doing? What, like, that's so dumb. Like, now, and I hate to get explicit. So, what goes on? They have sex, <laughs> which really was like it started out fine, but it turned into something unconsensual because she told him to mm-hmm. stop, and he didn't stop. And he yeah. like he was like, oh, just let me finish. Which is, fellas, that's not that's not consent. That's enthusiastic. That's yes, fellas. After the no, if it's you're not, in yeah, you're done. You're let, let's, yeah. let's let it go. Walk away. It's a no. Yeah. And so she and now I can't. I just don't understand. Because here's the thing. I've no, I've not had this experience. Y'all know my lifestyle, so this doesn't <laughs> come up for me. But I feel like you would feel if a man completes inside mm-hmm. you right i feel like you would feel that <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean just like yeah so why did she she says after they have sex she says where you been how putting come? It? Yeah. or you never finished Literally, she says you never finished like she that, says yeah. you never finish when we're having sex but you finish when when i'm doing oral he's like yeah i'll be finishing when we have sex yeah, where? where you put it where else where else, Carmen? What does she think? So, and I hate to, because this is not a sexual podcast, but this is a plot point. So, like, right. you thought randomly when y'all had sex, every time y'all had sex, no condom, mm-hmm. never any condom, you yeah. thought every time y'all had sex that he would, like, just start grunting louder and seize <laughs> up a little bit and then stop and then, and then he y'all would was done. go flaccid. And you <laughs> thought that there was no ejaculate, ejaculation <laughs> involved. None in that process that happened every time at the end of sex, and that's how sex ended every time. Mm-hmm. Every single Dumb. time. Dumb. Very, very. <laughs> I don't have another word for it. She was just so naive. Yeah. Um, and she got took for a ride. She sure did. I mean, he opened up credit cards in her name, maxed them all out, mm-hmm. maxed out her actual checkings account. Like he yeah. he took all of her things. Somebody yeah. that ran off with all of your stuff. All of my and stuff. He did. <laughs> yeah. So 
that's what's up with with Carmen. I feel so strongly about that because in the beginning of the movie, it's, there's also tension between her and Alyssa, and Alyssa is a, a voluptuous woman. And mm-hmm. Carmen keeps making slight comments about like, oh, don't eat that. That's going to go straight to your gut. And little shit like that. And it's yeah. like, I would first of all, I would have been like, Hump. bitch. <laughs> and also, are bitch. y'all friends or not? <laughs> like, girl. Right. The fuck do that mean? Very, first off, it's not very friendly. do you have a man? Well, when you, you get when one. When you get one, <laughs> fuck, fuck on the future. Don't want to do fuck yeah. so fuck on the present, not the future. <laughs> Lord, ate that so, girl up on the red carpet. <laughs> well, when all you the way get up. one. <laughs> Boundaries queen. <laughs> Boundaries queen. So, she would make these little sly comments about Alyssa's weight. And Alyssa would like, I did stand up and just be like, girl, 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 girl. Those are your insecurities. I'm yeah. hot. And I love myself. The baddest. You need to worry yeah. about you. Okay? Because yeah. if that's how you feel about your body, then keep it on, on your yard. Your Don't sweep that shit yeah. over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Period. So I didn't like Carmen for that either. But now I want to talk about my queen. <laughs> uh, Drea. I said, damn, that is the Carmen hate train. <laughs> yeah. I, if she got one hater, it's me. If she ain't got no haters, she- I done went on the glory. <laughs> so... Hating from the grave. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would. I figured it out. I promise. <laughs> so, Drea is saving up, doing Task Rabbit, any type of work she can do mm-hmm. uh, to save up for her top surgery. And we see, you know, she has a really sweet little sister and she lives yeah, like with her so parents, cute. like to save money. She lives with her parents. Um, and her dad is just a cool guy. Like, you know, like I said before, he's very supportive. Yeah. But her mama is like what? that lady. Oh. That lady from the wife swap, she's dark sided. Oh god, like, that's how that's what type of vitriol and venom is inside. It is. Or even who was the little boy from wife swap? I'm not staying here because she is the <laughs> devil. I'm going to Paw Paw's house until she leaves. <laughs> you look, can't do Curtis, that here. You can't do that here. <laughs> that was Curtis and Storm with his little suitcase. <laughs> but she Straight up though. So the mama came down just all all the way. Th- everybody playing, have a good time in the living room. And the mama came down just on bullshit. Ruining like, the fun, just ruining the vibes. Up. Every time. Yeah. So now to what you were saying, this is weird that the father yes. is so supportive and then his wife is and they're still her, married. Like, is that mama, not and they're still cause married. For a divorce? I feel like that's I cause for divorce. <laughs> obviously i'm queer so this is like it's closer to home for me but like mm-hmm. i can't imagine like having somebody my life partner my like yeah. my wife my the husband hashtag llama love your life yeah and we are on different pages about respecting and like continuing to love and accept our child Mm-hmm. That's too fundamental. I I just don't see how you would stay with somebody once you see that their their love for your child is so conditional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, damn. Yeah. You acting That's- like Drea is out uh hurting people or something. And not at all. Drea minding her business, trying to live her life and be happy. Yeah. Like she's yeah, just no. a girl. That's, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's what you mad about? Because like, you didn't know she was a girl when you had her. You thought right. she was a boy. Sorry, that doesn't work that way sometimes. <laughs> she's just yeah. a girl. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, yeah. That threw me because I'm like, Dad. Yeah. And then there's also moments where he would then, like, her father would not even slip up, but like to appease Drea's mother would then misgender her and yeah. like call like call her Dre. And we're like, bro, yeah. come on. That's and it's like, no. you need to stand the fuck up because yeah. this is some pussy ass shit that you're doing. It is. Um, it ain't no half stepping when it comes to loving and supporting your child. It sure ain't. Because I'm getting ready yeah. for what? My divorce. Uh. <laughs> Period. I certainly would be. So that's a just really strange family dynamic that's going on. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, Dre is saving up for the surgery and she does actually get enough money to have the surgery. And mm-hmm. there's this, once her mom finds out that she's saved, because she has this like fundraiser style poster board. She's been <laughs> shading yeah. in till she gets to her like dollar amount. <laughs> it's really yeah. Cute. Really cute. 
But her mom didn't think it was cute. And so she's like, you're going to get that surgery? And her mom has constructed this story in her head that, mm-hmm. oh, because Drea, I guess, you know, she has like a blood thinner condition, a condition yeah, she has yeah. to take blood thinners. And she's, she's, she's constructed this story that Drea could die getting this fucking plastic surgery. And it's like, yeah, girl, the doctors mm-hmm. know what medicines she's on. Yeah. They know Literally. how to do that. Relax. Literally. It's not like... It's fine. And <laughs> you're they just doing, saying that. <laughs> they doing breast like plastic surgeons and sur- doctors are doing these types of like if anybody can get top surgery, number one. And they're yeah. doing these procedures every day. Like yes. let's be for real. It's modern medicine. Come on, people. Yeah. Her mom was acting like she flew down to some fucking back room in Costa Rica right. or something. <laughs> get a surgery. It's not the hospital down the street. <laughs> hmm talking about so yeah she's just this is what people do latch on to any old thing as a Mm -hmm. way to express their non-support for their child's queerness like some people latch on to like oh i want grandbabies but it's like there was no guarantee you're gonna get grandchildren if your kid was straight you know what i'm saying right so they just latch on to any old tiny problem Mm -hmm. um and make it into something bigger and that's what her mama was doing but yeah Drea don't need that lady to go get top surgery. So oh, no, she, she raised the money. Yeah. She grown. Yeah. Uh, and lucky for her, she got friends with homes who I'm sure would let her stay. So bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Drea's, you know, getting scrubbed in for the procedure and her dad and her little sister are there and they're both being supportive and shout out to the actress who played the little sister because that was spot mm-hmm. on. People have these ideas about, Oh, how are you going to explain transgender like people to kids? Kids just get it. They they, they are do. not indoctrinated they the same really way you do. are yet. So like, yeah. you say, oh, yo, somebody could be born and they think that they a uh, boy. Mm-hmm. Like we say, oh, it must be a boy. But then it turned out it's not a boy and they not right. a boy, they're a girl. Or maybe they just not a gender really at and all. And the kid just goes, oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. so it was a really what's her new name and we move on (laughs) and that's it literally kids do i still call her dre no it'd be drea that's cute i got a friend named okay drea oh now i got a sister (laughs) like it's just a whole thing and that's it that's literally it it's never that serious you've got to stop indoctrinating our children (laughs) (laughs) there was a really y'all sound dumb As hell, just scared for nothing. <laughs> there was a really funny video on Twitter. Uh, a mom posted of her daughter, <laughs> and the the kid was like, "Mm-hmm." And the mom was like, "I, you know, you'll be a good girl, you know, a big girl, and you know, we'll do this." You know, I talk mm-hmm. to kids when you need them to do yeah. something. <laughs> and the kid's like, "Mm-hmm." I'll be a big boy. <laughs> and the mom's like, "Um, okay." <laughs> and so she's like, "Okay," but like, because the mom's not sure if the kid gets it. <laughs> so yeah. mom's like, no, like I'm a okay. So mommy's a big girl, yeah. And mm-hmm. the little girl goes, mm-hmm, yes. And so what's daddy? <laughs> Daddy's a big boy. <laughs> and your brother Riley, Riley's a big boy. <laughs> okay, so then you, okay. no, I'm a big boy. I'm a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay. And it's like, no, I'm. I get it for y'all. I, I like, get it. Like right. that's y'all's thing. Like. <laughs> But okay. I'm. I just don't. I, why? If I had to, because you could choose, right? Like you choose, if right? I had to so choose, I, I'm a I'd big rather boy. be a big boy yeah. <laughs> than a big girl. Okay. If you're asking, and so the mom was just like, okay, because <laughs> it's fine. Kids have fun. They play with like I like they play with identity like that all the time. My niece demanded to be called Strawberry Shortcake for a year. <laughs> And we called her that <laughs> when she was like two years old. <laughs> Damn. Uh uh-uh, uh, my name is Strawberry yeah. Shortcake. Address it was me a properly. progression. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. And she wouldn't answer if you didn't call Period. Strawberry. <laughs> Strawberry. <laughs> Strawberry. So, <Huh? laughs> yes, literally. You'd be like, Kyla, <laughs> nothing. Strawberry. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, kids just do that. And it's you really. Rang. That's hilarious. Yeah, for It's always been drama since she was born. Always drama. Um, but yeah, so that's just perfect. Of course, the, her little sister doesn't really give a shit. It's like, right. yeah, sometimes people are girls. She's just a girl. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Like, can we What's relax? a big deal about somebody being a girl? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
Drea's getting ready for the surgery. And, like, the friends are there, like, supporting, waiting in the lobby, mm-hmm. which is kind of dramatic because this is an outpatient procedure. You, you don't is, have but- to... <laughs> You never know. Like you, you want you know, you want to be there for, for when your friend wakes up, but you know, go back there with her parents and say, "Hey, girl, we here supporting you. Yeah. You know, you look good, girl." And then we can go home. You'd wait in the lobby if I was getting new tits. Yeah, how long is the procedure? All right. See now, it's questions you didn't ask all these questions when it was Drea. All well, you know, right, y'all see what I'm saying? I, I, because hospitals give me the heebie-jeebies. Um, but I'd, I'd wait as long as, uh, my skin would allow me to. And I come back around mm. when they tell me you out, out, out the surgery and I come in the room, check up on you. And then I'm gonna go back. You know, I'm gonna see you when you get out tomorrow, girl. And you know, mm. do it like that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank You're you. Welcome. Well, they was all waiting there. Um, you know, so that's kind of where that story is, but really where this, where these people really intersect and everything culminates is there's this party. Uh, yep. Alyssa's new boss, photography guy, who is also like a rapper, but he doesn't tell everybody. Um, mm-hmm. He's having like this industry music party. So she invites everybody, which is, I mean, yeah, yeah you got invited to a place. You have some, I guess, a plus four. Some, right. Something cool for your friends to go to. Yeah, plus four. Dang. <laughs> invite all the crew. Yeah. Yeah. So they show up. And this is where things get dicey for Alyssa and Reem. Because mm-hmm. he is selling drugs at this part. At what party. is wrong Her with you? Her work event. Like, come on. What is wrong with you? Come on. So you have escalated from just running the money to now you're selling drugs. You're, you have cocaine on you. Yeah. Like packets for shit. distribution. Yeah. yeah. At this girl's work party. So this gets out of hand. He pulls a gun on somebody Ugh. and like, you know. Classic movie fashion. They back down Chaos then, ensues. but then they come oh, back right. for mm-hmm. they for they reback for they get back. Yep. And it's chaos. Chaos. Because you pulled you pulled the gun out again in a crowded room. What do you expect yeah. people to do? Yeah. So now, of course, so Alyssa's up- pissed because Reem, what kind of mm-hmm. shit are you in? You said you were just working for your mama, but what are you doing? Which a question she yeah. should have asked from the beginning. What are you doing yeah. with your mama? <laughs> I don't understand that in movies. I get antsy when somebody is not, you don't have a job title. Yeah, be upfront. Like what You do, said what you, you work somewhere, but you're not being clear about what you do. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't I like that. Especially men, because I, I don't know what you into. I don't know what exactly. you're getting into. Exactly. Yeah. I need to know. So things blow up in their face. And Alyssa, honestly, uh, she has a thing for her boss, this like yeah. photography guy. Um, but she's trying to keep that tamp down because she's, like I said, virtuous woman. <laughs> you know, she was never cheating right. on Kareem. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he yeah. did cheat on her so, throughout their college uh, years. Oh, yeah. He had definitely. cycling girls in and out of that dorm room on that twin XL. Mm. That's so messed up. And honestly, I wish somebody would have just gave us a frame of reference for how silly that is to be trying <laughs> to get some booty on a twin XL because, like, I didn't even think that was weird at the time, but now that I'm looking back, I'm like, no one did. Jeez, what was the? No yeah, like did. we all thought that was normal. Yeah. Like, no, this. Ugh. How Somebody needs to do like an Osmosis Jones type movie for like 18, 19, 20 year old hormones. Like that would be yeah. more funny. It took us. We just we can't control none of that. It's just like I, I, yeah. you got the urge, and that's that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. And it just takes over your mind and you it's just can't think straight. <laughs> so yeah, that is that that blows up in everybody's face. Mm-hmm. Like Kareem brings this drama, the party gets like, you know, dispersed because niggas is fighting and stuff. Once Tyler leaves, he brought Daisy up there. This is when he realizes finally he's the last one to realize it. That she has yeah. a man. She's just yeah. using him for money. Like yeah. and like sex. Like, she doesn't like him. I don't like you. I'm not your girlfriend. We're not down like that. Um, We can't kick it no more. I don't want to see you. I don't want to skate with you. That's, yeah, she, she, yeah. He was literally a trick. Oh my God. Yeah. That's the most disappointing thing to have to be told you're a trick. Now, if you know it, it ain't tricking if you got it. But it's tricking if if you don't know it, you you don't don't got got it. it. Mm, The philosopher. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. 
Um, that used to be my favorite line. Um, Ti like bar yeah. in, in the ain't tricking what was that? Everybody knows it ain't tricking mm-hmm. if you got it. Mm-hmm. Um, my mama didn't like that. Um, I was saying that it was I want your body, need your body, need your need body, you got me nobody. Whatever you like. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Very good. So um, that's when he finds that out. And then, you know, um, and that is also when Carmen finds out she has been had by this yeah. scammer. And it all just, all these people, like, everybody it thought close. it was on the up and up, but it all unravels into other shit. And yep. now, here's why I'm saying this wasn't really movie plot. I agree. Because this ending, I what, agree with you. Yeah. hundred. The ending was like, okay, that wasn't. The ending which should have been like they got involved in one thing all together and then, mm-hmm. you know, they just ended just, you know, pan out. Like Yeah, that's you it. You know? Yeah. Like at the end of Paper Friends, where right, they um right. just met on the stoop after this crazy what? night. Uh, and it was like, damn. I gotta rewatch Paper Friends. What a movie. So so good. Shout out to somebody on Letterboxd. That's what I was trying to share earlier. They asked mm-hmm. because I'm I think one of two people who have reviewed Paper Friends on Letterboxd. (laughs) And I gave it five stars. I really liked the movie. It was fantastic. I am the only person who has reviewed Paper Friends on Letterboxd. And I gave it five stars. And somebody commented on the review. They said, this person, Quirky Dance 917 says, hi, I've been Mm -hmm. trying to get access to this movie. How did you watch it? And I had to say, you know, like girls be like, oh, this is vintage. I I said, well, it used to be on Tubi, but it's not no more. It used to be on BT Plus, but it's not no more. Yeah. I don't know. I tried to rewatch it the other day, but I can't find it nowhere. Damn, not paper friends. Marty Hines and them. Yeah, it's just gone. They need to put it back up. Yeah, but BT, yeah. put it back on. Damn. That is what I expected the movie to end like. Um, mm-hmm. Where the friends just come together and kind of like, damn, we ain't shit. Or like, damn. Yeah, right, right. We, we done went through it. We done went through so much. <laughs> that together. done blew up. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know. Which would have been perfect, actually. They all kind of have that moment after Dre's top surgery. Like, Dre's at home recovering. And then they have mm-hmm. their moment camera pans out or you know credits roll something oh that's cute yeah yeah that would have been enough for me but Mm -hmm. same is having some panic getting scrubbed into the surgery because her mom's not there because they just had to blow up um but she goes under for the surgery and then we see the mama it has a come to jesus moment (sighs) with herself at home yeah and she realizes that she fucked up real bad and she like i said she has convinced herself that Dre mm-hmm. could like die getting titties. Yeah. Uh <laughs> and so she did we get this. You didn't really know titties are lethal? Scene? You oh my god, please. <laughs> <laughs> and we get Tits this long kill, scene. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying to do my job here and you are playing around. <laughs> Tits kill. That's the quote you want to go with. <laughs> So we get this long scene of Drea's mom whipping her Ultima, just <laughs> speeding down, <laughs> just speeding down this road, leaving a long voicemail on Drea's yeah. phone. Because Drea's already And by like, the way, it's anesthesia. mom. I love when moms oh, like God. parents do that. And by the way, it's mom. I have caller ID. I, I know, know it's you. That. You, you're. <laughs> You're the only phone number I have memorized, and I don't even need to do that. Literally, it says, mom, mom. I know that. <laughs> oh I God. know that. <laughs> and this is your mom. Thanks. And this, thanks. <laughs> I, thank you for introducing yourself again, letting me know, even though you haven't oh, been nice mom for you. the last twenty-seven years. Love you. Right. Sometimes I feel like they forget that you have kids. I have right. mom. I only have one mom. You have more than one right. kid. You have more than I one child. I only have one mom. Right. So I, like, you know. <laughs> but so the mom is speeding down, uh, <laughs> speeding down the highway, leaving this voicemail where she's just broke down she's like oh my god i'm so sorry and i i'm think i was thinking about you know when i had you and i said i would love you unconditionally and i messed up 
and all this mm-hmm. rah, rah, rah. But really, she's just scared that if Drea does have complications, then the last thing Drea would have known about your funky ass is that yep. you mad because she a girl. Right, right. <laughs> so she's mm-hmm. not mad that she, like, this is the, this is what we're like, the complexity of displaying like mm-hmm. these type of parents of queer children, which is like, yeah. yeah, you have parents that are like that, that are just venomous and like mm-hmm. just staunchly get out of my house. You can only live in my house if you're going to be the boy I wanted you to be and not right. you know, a girl, all that. Mm-hmm. But like most of the parents that are a problem are the ones that are like, okay, this is how it sounds to us. This is how it sounds to <laughs> queer children. Okay. <laughs> I have decided to stop trying to force you to be where I want you to be. Not because it's wrong, but because it's not working. (laughs) And even though, and I I would just like you to know, I still love you, even Uh though you are disgusting and you will be going to hell. But I love you anyway, even though I think it's nasty and weird and gross. That's oh how it sounds. no, Jesus! <laughs> and that's what the, the mama switches. gave. Yikes. Yeah, literally. Oh, that's, that's and they be awful. like, oh, oh, I don't understand. <laughs> like mm. parents be like, oh, you know, these kids they go and get gay, they go and get trans, <laughs> and then they don't want to come around anymore. <laughs> but it's like, okay, you told her what? <laughs> right. You said <laughs> now. You walk said, me what? through step by step. <laughs> how does one go get gay? That's what I want. I to said. <laughs> I said. I'm sorry that I tried to force you to not be who you was. And I told you, you couldn't come around like that and all that stuff. I'm done with that because it's not working. So (laughs) because I want you around, (laughs) right. I will just bite my tongue with how nasty I think your lifestyle is. Oh gosh. Is that not enough? That's awful. So yeah. No, it's not enough. <laughs> and that's where Dre's mama really got to because she was just scared about the whole mm-hmm. health thing. But then that's where the movie kind of ends where Dre's mom, very dramatic. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> recording this voicemail and then gets hit in a car accident. It gets hit in a and collision. I assume she dies and the father gets a phone call and that's when the credits roll. That's when I thought, mm, like you, this might not should have been. One should not have been in this movie, or two, maybe this shouldn't have been a movie. It, it could have been something else, like a Disney yeah, series. Yeah, it needed have some more time or something. Yeah, because yeah, so, it didn't wrap up yeah. like a movie. It it ended it like not. the end of a TV se- like se- season. Yeah, it did exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but it was good. I, I liked good. It, the characters and stuff, <laughs> and I hope that the implication is that Drea got her new tits and everything's fine, and her mama mm-hmm. just broke her shoulder or something in a car accident, yeah, and yeah. she is um gonna stop being so mean right she had a, a true coming to jesus she saw the light for real when she got hit by that car mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah so that was 20 somethings that was a lot it was listen um big ups again to filmmaker actress producer kendra renee sanders is she a rapper um, a, dancer, a singer I think, like she, she uh you did that um, shout out again to Detroit because y'all always doing that. Shout yeah. out my niggas from the D. Yeah. Yeah. And this concludes our uh four week Detroit movie. This is accidental. I mean, it, it was just happens. But sometimes. we took a journey through the DCU this past month. You're welcome. We did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Sydney, I have a question for you. Who came to act? Yeah. This should be interesting. This act, I think it, I think it will be interesting. So I had um, two top contenders for this, and I came to a decision just now. Um, I'll go through my top two. So um, uh, the front runners for this week's Who Came to Act nominee were again Miss Kendra Renee Sanders, um, and then also uh, Justin Giovanni Sansom, who played Drea's character. So uh, for this week's Who Came to Act nominee. Justin Sampson, uh, Drea thought great yeah. performance. That last like scene of Drea and her mama that thinking about that just now kind of took it over for me. So shout yeah. out to Justin. It was a good scene. I'm not sure what they pronounce is, so I'll stick yeah, with that. Sure but they acted down. 
They ate it up. They did. No crumbs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no <None>. crumbs. <laughs> this was so good. Um, I would have a beer. I'd have a, well, sorry, sorry. I would have a shot of Henny with any of these actors. <laughs> yeah. Get your audience right. They, they're not going to be with you. Correct. We're trying to, trying to get, get up there, man. Trying to yeah. sit down and have a I'm casual like, well, beer. How goes it, pal? Look at the head on this ale. <laughs> right. Look at you. How the hell are you with your damn beer? <laughs> I would have uh, some Stella Rosa with any of these people. They seem really nice, um, really mm-hmm. cool, really fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, and shout out to, oh. again, Kendra and Ag. Can't stop singing your praises. This, this was awesome, man. Like, Truly, yeah. like one inspiring, like making your own things, like getting it done, like super scrappy filmmaking. And I think you have a bright future as a filmmaker, actress, whatever you want to do, yeah. um, in this industry. Um, so I'm, you got yeah. two supporters over here, uh, for the journey. Yeah. Sure do. I do. That is. We're gonna get out of here. Um, and we'll see y'all next time. Yep, see y'all next week. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCC Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, spelled C H I T L I N. And to keep up with our latest, visit our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Oh.